Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spiedling and today I'll take you on a journey of Josine. Josine is a project of German producer and artist Arabella Rauch. With her deep, emotional and melancholic music, she casts a spell over her listeners. Next to playing concerts with her incredible voice, a piano and electronic sounds, the Cologne-born composer released an album recently. So in this podcast interview, we are talking about her current life and the past month after releasing her album and after touring through the world. Then we also talk about producing music in which mood she produces music best and uh, what inspires her and yeah also an outlook about for the next month of touring um, a little secret she tells about her next tour through the USA and we also talk about her vision for her career and about traveling and inspiring countries enjoy Bella, welcome to our interview. Um, you are in Slovenia right now, that's what you told me. You are touring through this beautiful country with um, a camper. And I also believe that the past months were quite exciting. So tell us a bit about your current life. My current life? Well, right now I'm uh, laying in on on grass <laughs> in the green uh, surrounded by beautiful mountains and it just feels like the first free time in in months well as a musician you never have like free time in your head that's clear so you're always thinking about the stuff you do and uh, there's no real holiday so this period right now was super important to me to really let go and well I, I have my keyboard with me so I want to I want to start writing again which will be really exciting because I'm, I, I didn't do that since uh, releasing the album um, so let's see um what will happen there um yeah but the last months have been really exciting i released my debut album in the blank space end of january and uh yeah everyone thinks oh that must have been a great day releasing your album but in in the end all the work you did has been before that and the day of the release is just a regular day where you go like okay now finally i can share it with the world but The work and the tears and the joys and everything that has been like I don't know in my life since months and and years before that to actually lead to that uh, product let's call it a product or that album and yeah so I've been working a lot in the studio writing and even recording and um, yeah then I released it in January and uh, yeah I also do all my videos and everything so there was quite some work to do <laughs> yeah really exciting times and you also went to Texas right oh yeah I did yeah I was invited by South by Southwest and um, so that was I don't know you, you probably know but it was one, one month ago I think mm -hmm. yes one month ago and then uh, I got invited by Goethe Institute to play two more shows in Houston so I really had my uh, three weeks almost in Texas for the very first time and I really loved it and uh, the festival was great too and uh, yeah that was nice yeah wow 
Yeah, a lot happened, uh, I would say, and uh, really exciting. And congratulations again for your first album. Um, it's really a nice Thank piece. <laughs> If I would need to describe your music, um, I would say it kind of reminds me of um, Howling, Roy X, Pillow Talk, Tom Yorke and London Grammar. But I would say with a very own style that is very emotional, melancholic and deep. Um, you have an incredible voice, of course. It's really <laughs> fantastic. Um, the piano and some smooth down-tempo electronic beats in it. So what I ask myself, in which mood are you when writing your songs? Well, definitely... Uh, well, it sounds weird, but I'm definitely not in a, in a joyful mood. Mm. I think I draw my inspiration from... Uh, bad weather <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, feeling small, being surrounded by nature, and which which in the end is a joyful thing. A thing I think, and I think there's a lot of hope in my music too. But it always starts with um, yeah, let's call it sadness or mm -hmm. like melancholy. Um, I don't know, but I don't know. Since 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 I'm a, I'm a child, this is the feeling that. That drives me most. I don't know why, but it's it's uh, melancholic chords, and uh, you know where I really start to okay. So that's my field. This is where I feel good, actually. Mm. Um, so what I like to do is really go out, which sounds really cliche, but it it's really it really helps. So I like I love to be surrounded by nature and. Uh, Well, not being outside because this is quite difficult to write with a laptop and everything, especially when you travel cold countries. So mm. uh, <laughs> what I do is mostly be um, traveling with, with a camper van. And uh, I love to to write on really simple instruments. So it's just a plastic keyboard, for example, because, you know, I have like a lot of instruments in my studio, but I find it you lose the focus if you have too much uh, toys, you know, to play yes. around. <laughs> and I really like to strip down songs to, to their pure nature because mm -hmm. you can't betray yourself, you know, if a song sucks, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and you will, you will know about it when you play it on a, on a simple keyboard, you know. So, um, yeah, this is what I do. I kind of go out and, and go back inside and write. And, um, yeah, I always try to, to set myself into a very melancholic mood. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And would you say that in general you are like, you're a more melancholic person? No, not at all. Well, I have this side in me, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, also, since I was a child, and I think I now know where it comes from. My parents are both opera singers and, like, the most, uh, yeah, uh, sung about theme in, in opera is this heartbreak mm. and those love stories and those Theatralic, bad timings, you yeah. know, and everything. And uh, then they finally could get be together, but one has to die or something like that. <laughs> so I, <laughs> no, really, but I think, no, but I, I just absorbed, you know, that kind of, these kind of vibes mm. in a very natural way, or I was always surrounded by them. So I think for me, this is not a bad thing. This is something that that came into my life quite early and uh, was a feeling I connected to music and to creating. Mm. Um, but as a person, um, I'm not, not melancholic at all. Mm -hmm. Well, I can, I can be very thoughtful and everything, but I, I love to be uh, 
yeah, to be not laughing, that sounds very uh, simple, but <laughs> I don't know, like, I, I don't, I like to... Enjoying life. Mood, enjoy life, yeah. yes, and think positive about life. Yeah. Really, yeah. Um, you said once concerts or your concerts are like meditating together and while listening mm -hmm. to your songs it's easy to get yeah lost in your in your inner self um is this the state or your goal when entering the stage yes definitely mm -hmm. which is also it, it's the goal and it's it's the most challenging thing because um i'm really really excited before going on stage and that really that's not good if you want to get into your own mood and your own world and you know when you perform I'm not that kind of person I don't like to perform you know and mm. I mean it, it doesn't mean that I don't like to be with the people and meditating together it's actually really nice and the best thing and the best reward for all of this when you get to this point but it's it's Well, it's getting better, but in the, in, in the beginning, when I went on stage, I was really, I was so excited that I didn't invite people to my world. I was outside of myself, uh, out of my world myself. Mm. So how can I invite people then? So the challenge is to kind of regulate your excitement and nervousness, um, create your own world, stay in it, and rather, you know, invite people mm. to, to go in, into that world. And um, yeah, it's getting better. And uh, if, if. I or all of us being there in that room achieve that it's for me it's really the most amazing feeling and the reason why I do this then in the end yeah yeah very very beautiful and I can imagine that people that are really connected to their inner self find um, an easier connection or a faster connection to your music than people that are living in the outside right yeah I, I think so because I well I, I heard different things. I heard people saying, wow, I can listen to your music as background music really mm -hmm. nicely. And I never thought that could be possible because for me, my music seems to be, you know, a bit crooked. And you, you, whether you listen to it or you don't hear it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, it's not something which will be played at McDonald's or H&M, you know, and you can go just, you know, move your head to the beat. It's something you really have to listen and then maybe you, you understand or you really feel it. Um, But I think so, yeah, if you have a connection to yourself, if you're not afraid of melancholy, of sadness or, you know, the spectrum of uh, emotions, mm. um, I think then it's easier for you to d digest that music or even, you know, um, benefit from it, you know, like go out after listening to it and feeling better, actually. Even yeah. though you went maybe into, yeah, you've been reminded of sad things or, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, re I know what you mean. And I really um, felt also that that it immediately um, touches your emotions and, um, yeah, depends on how you're feeling. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, that's really nice. Um, I read that in the future you want to include more of those electronic sounds. Is that still the case? Yes, it is. <laughs> Yay. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny because I, I discovered electronic music quite late, I think when I was 23 or something like that. <laughs> And um, what I really love about it is that it's so rational, but at the same time so emotional in, in such a clean way. It mm -hmm. sounds weird. Um, like, I mean, in the end, it's, gen it's machine-generated uh, music, but what it does with you still it's 
it's super fascinating, I think. Um, but I think it's still quite challenging because I'm, you know, I'm kind of like in between both worlds. I'm, I'm a producer. I'm super interested in, in doing more electronic music, but I'm also, you know, a real songwriter. You know, I write songs with, well, not always stories, but, you know, with melodies and harmonies and everything. And for example, it's quite hard for me to, to, um, um, to translate that music I do electronically on stage because there's so much happening in those songs always, you know, and electronic music, I think, lives from building up slowly. Mm. And, um, like, you don't have so many chord changes and harmonies in, in electronic music. And it's you, you rather, you know, add percussive or soundscape uh, elements. And in my music, it's still, there's still real songs. You know, there's uh, something happening, a chord change. And it's, it's, it's kind of hard to teach those machines to do that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, but definitely, I think I'm, I'm just so excited to explore more of that part inside of me mm -hmm. and uh I, and it's possible to do that on records but it's still another task to do that on stage i mm -hmm. think yeah yeah also if you are alone on stage right yeah right right yeah um so would you say that you have a, a vision for your i mean that sounds really hard but for your career like a musician is there like um, something you want to achieve or something you would wish to be or have or yeah mm -hmm. that's a very good question and a question i ask myself <laughs> a lot lately and i i don't think i have an answer to that because the answer is not simple it's not i want to be famous and i want you know this is not the thing i i don't like being on the road so much you mm -hmm. know I'm, I'm i'm very much of a home person i love to be at home i love to cook i love to just be in my studio and write um, and I know that with um, the more your music um, gets known, the more you have to go away from home and promote it and do all that kind of stuff. So, like, looking at that, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know if I want that. Maybe I just want to lead a simple life, you know, and just mm -hmm. do, do music. But on the other hand, yes, I mean, I decided to do that. And now I, it's not about the money or anything like that I think it's more about I want to share that with um, a lot of people and it's not just a quantity you know not a lot of people just with people who really connect to that I think that is th this is what I wish for mm -hmm. most like connect with people that understand what you do and um, feel the same way actually or in a different way when they listen to it and then they get back to you and they're like oh wow that song did that and that to me this is super um um, amazing information for me too every time you know people come, come back after listening and, and telling me well that song did this or reminded me of that mm. um, so I think it's that kind of communication with the outside world in the end then that I'm looking for yeah I see and yeah back to your roots um, you were born and you grew up in Cologne mm -hmm. what can you say about the music scene there wow i think nothing at all <laughs> because um no really because um 
I didn't uh, I didn't go to concerts a lot actually to gigs um, I think this is also because of my childhood and my parents you know I went to operas and uh, uh, I listened to classical music mm-hmm. only mainly well I, I had my pop CDs and everything but I never you know I never went on festivals I still didn't just now as a musician which is actually funny um, so I can't really say anything about the, um, the Cologne music mm-hmm. scene and I I I kind of discovered my musical, you know, inside when when I moved to Hamburg mm-hmm. actually and this is this was and this was also when I was I don't know maybe 20 or something like this. Mm-hmm. This is where I started to go to concerts and you know to hang around with musicians and be in a studio for the first time and hearing live drums for the first time. So that was more in Hamburg than in Cologne. Yeah. Yeah, you already mentioned that you moved from Cologne to Hamburg and now I think you're living on the countryside in South Germany, right? Yeah, right, right. Why um, did you choose this place as your home? Uh, I don't know. I think it kind of cho- chose me mm-hmm. because uh, my partner was moving down. So and as I have the flexible job, I said, okay, I come with you. And uh, now actually I'm really happy. I left the music scene in Hamburg, mm-hmm. which I thought... I'm, I'm depending on that and I need to be close to it. Of course, in a way, yes. And in a way, I miss it. I miss seeing my friends or, you know, it, it kind of like uh, forced me into a really isolated process, I think, but which maybe in the end was good for the album because this album is really no compromises. It's just me. And it, um, yeah, this is what happens if some someone just does you know but on the other hand I'm missing that of course saying okay I'll meet you in the studio or let's try this you know this is something uh that lacks in my life really Mm. um but living on the countryside is I don't know it's for me it's great I don't you know I don't draw so much inspiration from uh human built culture Mm -hmm. let's let's call it like that which sounds really bad (laughs) but it's you know when I'm looking for inspiration I go out so um it's not in in the cities it's it's more in the countryside so I'm I'm really happy where I'm living right now very nice and you already mentioned that it's um better for you to be in the nature in order to be creative in order to um, make music um what or which destination is kind of a magical place for you um, where you get connected to this creativity? Um, it's definitely the cold countries. Um, so I love to travel to Scandinavia. And um, I don't know, I, I was never that kind of person. We grew up, I grew up in, in the south of France. So, you know, I, I know what good weather is. And I never uh, thought of myself being a rain person, but I think I actually am because this uh, uncomfort you feel, you know, when you mm-hmm. go out and you do stuff, I don't know, it's so rewarding when you come back then and you appreciate like small things or the heat, you know, from a heater or, you know, much more. And um, I just feel so alive when I'm, when I'm up there and when it's not too comfortable, you know, but you make yourself a home wherever you go. Um, Yeah, this this really does something. So it's Scandinavia. Right now I'm in Slovenia. I just uh, discovered that three years ago. I even shot a video here for Feral Thing. Um, so it's really nice to come to come back to this place, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful as it was. And um, yeah, 
so these are the places yeah. at the moment. I, do, I don't see myself, you know, riding in a very warm surround in a warm surrounding with a lot of uh, noises outside. You know, this yeah, it's it's kind of, you want to be in the inside world, you know. So um, and the coldness kind of stays unrevealed, you know. You yeah. don't see. Yeah, there's not a lot of not not lots of insects or you know life happening. Just if you look closely, um, I really like that. Yeah. So in interview, you mentioned that um, in the future you're considering or you would love to live in three countries at the same time. Which countries would that be? <laughs> I'd love to live in Norway. Um, which can well yeah I mean I could just live in Scandinavia and I think I'd be really happy but maybe well okay Norway is for the landscapes and my inspiration then maybe in Thailand for the good food and the massages <laughs> and the warmth <laughs> and then the third country oh that's a good question I think I really like Germany yeah. I think we're living in a really good place yeah I would stay in Germany yeah. <laughs> it's all about balance in life huh? I think it's a good right. balance <laughs> Right. <laughs> nice. And I'm not that kind of German complaining. No, I actually really like Germany. It's really nice. Yeah. And uh, we have lots of culture and really nice people. So, yeah, Germany. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, what happens in the next month? Um, take us a bit on the journey of your next stations. Okay, so you will have unofficial information because I haven't posted about it. Um, I will support Mowgli, which uh, she's a German singer-songwriter. Nice. And uh, she is going on USA-Canada uh, tour. And I'm going to be her support, which is so cool because she's such a sweet person. And uh, yeah, we get to play, I think, in 12 cities uh in the best cities uh, around and uh, this is super exciting we're on the road for four weeks so this little trip here in Slovenia is my little quiet before the storm and then uh, yeah I'll be heading to the US and Canada for four months so uh, in wow. May I'll be there wow yeah. super cool <laughs> yes very nice yes and production wise do you think you will go back to the studio after touring Well, the studio is at home, so um, yes, definitely I'll be around, <laughs> but um, I will see. I mean, it's always, being on tour, is a, it's something really great, but it's also something really difficult, but mm -hmm. because you're not home, nowhere, and uh, you, well, there are artists that actually really work while being on tour I'm not so good at it I think I'm kind of you know I just do one thing at a time <laughs> um, so let's see I don't think I will be able to write during that time but I I don't want to say yeah maybe maybe it'll happen um, so I think I'm just gonna enjoy my time there try to play good shows and um, maybe work on a video so mm -hmm. um, but like Doing music for me is really a serious thing, so I don't know if I could just do it like that, you know, on the tour bus. Yeah. Um, so maybe do something which is more practical. Mm. And yeah, and after that, um, I will definitely go back to the studio. So um, I don't know when I want to release new music, but I just know in my heart that I want it to be really, really soon. But of course, if you finish the song, it doesn't mean that it's going to be released the next day because, you know, you have to talk to the labels and everything and everyone has to do their work too. 
um, yeah, but I'd really love to release something this year and uh, maybe just go with a little EP or, yeah, let's see. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. Um, yeah, thank you so much for the interview. It was um, really nice talking to you. I gathered thank you, likewise. many thank you so nice much. things and many inspirations, uh, good inspiration. So uh, all the best for your tour. Enjoy USA, also the nature there. And yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more from you soon. Yes, maybe in Berlin. Yes, that in would October. Be nice. Yeah, I cool. don't know which date it is, but yeah, please come to my show. Yes. I'll, I'll put you on a list. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, Bella, have a nice day. Bye bye. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful interview and conversation with the artist Josine. Let me know what you think about it, either in the comments on the social media channels on Instagram or Facebook, in the closed community on Facebook, or yeah, subscribe to the podcast channels on SoundCloud on iTunes or on Spotify. I'm looking forward meeting you there. Thank you so much for your feedback. Rock and roll and stay tuned.